Hey guys, you're tuned into yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins with your favorite cousins, Dream the Doll, Trinice, and Trey. Yo. Yeah. Today is a very special episode. We have our first in-house guest, my good sis Malaya. Hey guys. Hi. You can call me Malili or Malili. Leah or whatever. <laughs> okay, we're gonna call you Malili. Malili so y'all like, like that. that. <laughs> and my Instagram is Miss Brett, you know. The regular way, but you just add two E's and extra T. That okay. sure is regular. That's no, not two T's. That's not right. <laughs> <Sure> <laughs> is regular. Sort of. It's sort of the regular way. Miss Brett, B B R double A. Double T. You are you the B R A T T. Triple T. Okay. We triple T's. Okay. Um, it's it's so good to have you here. Thank you for coming to the show. How was everybody's weekend? Well, as you guys know, last weekend I my sister just graduated, so this following weekend, by the grace of God, by the, by the, by the skin on her teeth, honey. I don't know how she did it, but yeah, um, I've been just running around with a, like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to get all these decorations and doing the party planning thing. So um, tomorrow's our actual graduation party, so I'll be graceful and glad that once it's over. But I'm proud of her. All <laughs> look, once it's look, over, all in all, I'm proud of her. Yeah, I'm proud of her too. Very, very proud of her. It's a big deal. It's really a big deal. Um. This past weekend, I was very busy. Uh, my Saturday was slammed. I was like, this is what I get, double booking. I had a vendor. It was a pop-up shop. It was really good, nice vendors, amazing turnout. It looked beautiful. And then I had a shoot. And then after that, one of my really close friends had her housewoman. And it was beautiful. Like She made her house like a museum. I ain't mm, seen nothing like it before. Like nice. Yeah, so each floor was like, she had like an exhibit. She had an itinerary. She had like video playing in the background. Ciao. I just want to say, now that I'm in this little party planning thing, when you guys do have your housewarming, I want to do candy sex dungeon. You can do that if any of us have a bridal shower. Do you, okay. Would you still have a bridal shower? Hell yeah. Okay, I, I, just, I just say no. I ain't no bridal shower, baby shower, everything. You have now, would you want those lesbian strippers? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Not the night. Y'all can stay home. Just the regular strippers then. Don't okay, be just flopping the girl strippers. your thing all around. I don't think anybody likes strippers. Uh, Nobody likes dyke strippers. I'm just going to no. say it now. Not many people well, like no. male strippers Maybe either. older. Yeah, I'm sorry for the male strippers too. Old women like that? Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, and I threw my head. I dick slinging. You enjoy your male strippers? And so what you going to do when you get smacking the I actually like the girl experience of strip clubs, but I don't like how aggressive they be. No, honey. I ain't gonna lie. They be popping yes, ass they be like, let me uh, that ass. Uh, like, yes. They be like, so fun. Yes. Give me that money. I want it. Grab or when you just sitting money. at the bar and you chilling and they come over and pop that pussy open, you just having your drink. And you never can hear what they saying. It's just like flashing lights. Oh my god. <laughs> this is not a can of Yeah, the first time I went to the strip club, I was 17 at the two o'clock club. It was such an experience. And I was just like, damn, this ghetto, but it's fun. It was fun as hell. I just never desired to go. Like it was fun. Okay, I, I really don't like Pussy Man popped in my face, but <laughs> I've had great experiences at the strip club. Like it was it was fun. My best. In friend state or out of state? Oh, that's cool. In state. Okay. At the two o'clock club. Okay, Troy, so back to the subject. How was your weekend? Okay, so as y'all know, it's the playoffs. I was chilling last weekend. Was it raining last weekend? I really don't remember. I feel like I it, was. So. it was. Yeah, it I was chilling last weekend. I was catching up on those games, and me and my best friend went to IHOP with his daughter, and it was cool. That's so cool. Um, I'm not ready for children. I realized that. Because mm-hmm. she was just 
That's my girl, no, but she was giving Brett tease. Love you, Kenzie, but <laughs> I was like, just lay the girl down, put the food in the box. But it was fun. We had She's a good time. not a puppy. <laughs> so we had a good time. Um, okay, so my weekend was eventful. Like Ooh, it was with DC's um, Black Pride mm-hmm. last weekend. So pretty much all weekend, I was just was out like, in DC, just <laughs> getting drunk, like just having fun. Like I was at party, like just parties. I went to a house party on Sunday. Then after that, I went to a party that started at twelve and then until six in the morning. Jesus, that's, that's what a part, I like. That's a part time shift. And oh. we didn't leave out till almost seven o'clock. Because it didn't actually end at 6 in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was very eventful. It More of those, though. please. <laughs> okay, guys. So, in honor of Pride Month, El Cocktail is Pride or Die. Pride or Pride Die. die. It's very colorful. And as you guys know, I am the... Oh, wait. I'll start with Trey. Trey is the L in the LGBT. I am I'm first. I'm the L. Okay. <laughs> I am the G. My good sis, Lily, is the T. And Trinice is the A, but I we, am an ally. Look, an ally. Yes, <laughs> Let me clarify that. Ally. Let's nothing more clear. Because honestly, I keep having to tell Dream what these letters mean. Like <laughs> he be running it down the alphabet soup, but don't know what none of the oh, alphabet, alphabet means. Alphabet gang. Like <laughs> yes, I'm like you know this one. Oh, I didn't know. Like, like I ain't gonna lie, they be updating. I just I'm, I'm just thinking just what the, I just LGBT. Yeah, that's, no, I don't know. A plus. Yeah, I A plus. I just know LGBT. That's all I know. Intersex. See, I'm saying all y'all. Not because you're an ally, girl. You need to know these things. We look, we live it, you learn it. It's a different. (laughs) Shut up. Okay, so today's topic, or it's not really going to be a topic, but it's just L experience that we fall under the umbrella of the LGBT and L experiences and how we became of that. Um,. It's her job. It's time. Child, it's it's to, to gay time. She about to get <laughs> look. She about to get chopped. Oh, honey. oh my god! Chop, one chop. But no, yeah. So um, since Trini, I mean, I I don't know who want to start off. I guess Trey, you can start off since you are first. Since I'm the eldest. You're the lesbian. Lesbian lovers. As Trini like, say, licking lions. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did. Go to hell. You gonna say it back and then tell me to go to hell? Like, know, you better go still. first. Anyways. We already all going. We except got a for Trini. Look, we got a section. Uh-uh. And Lily. <laughs> look, Malili ain't going either. Let's be clear. Look, let me clarify. Our section <laughs> is in heaven. Look, we went all white and they all say, we're going to the all white party. Y'all going to the all black party. Let's be clear. Um, for me, hmm, I'll say my experience started in the ninth grade. And Trini is an ally, so she can attest to what happened. I don't want to get into too much detail. But what I will say is, I was just, I didn't know, like, didn't really have a, oh, I like girls. It just kind of happened. Like, this girl just got obsessed with me one day. And I was just like, what the hell is wrong with her? Like, and at first, I ain't gonna lie, I'm scared of her. Because she was really <laughs> aggressive. Like, really, like, to the point where, though, she was coming to my classes, asking for me. And I was like, yo, my Not friends was all like, her. my friends was Not like, grooming, that girl was uh-huh. looking for that girl was looking for you she again. Said, Bring me that girl. Bring <laughs> me that pussy. <laughs> Shut up. He was like, that girl was here looking for you again. And I'm all, at first I was genuinely scared because I'm like, okay, what the hell? But me being the curious thing I am, Gemini and Venus, let's be clear. I'm so curious. I was just like, I need to know. You say Gemini with no penis? I said Gemini. <laughs> Go to hell. I said Gemini and Venus, oh, baby. Okay. Anyways, I was just so curious. I was just like, I need to know why she's so obsessed with me. Me being dumb. We start talking on MySpace. That's how long ago this was. was. Ends up, this is probably the last year for MySpace too. Ends up, find out we live near each other. So I'm like, oh, come over. She come over. 
we just playing around or whatever. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Looking lying. Nothing happened. But it was just like I was just like, uh oh, not the purse. Purr. Big purr. Big purr. You got to be like. That's the one. <laughs> so in my you mind. You got to hand with it too. In my mind, I'm just like, all right, I don't know what's going to happen, but I like I like the attention. And then it was like, after a while, she was just like, I'm tired of playing with She was only a year older than me. She was just like, I'm tired of playing with you. If you don't like me back, that's fine. And I was just like, no, wait, I like you. No, wait. And then she was trying to give me head one night in my sleep. I was just so scared. Oh like, sleep. This is something like never, a horror story. Look how um, um, John was. Get out the bed, Ebony. They going to rape you. <laughs> but I wasn't ready. So I was just like, nah. And then that's like, we kind of fell off. And then after a while, it was just like, damn, do I like girls? Oh. And... Next thing you know, kind of find out somebody who I thought was just my friend ended up liking me. And I was like, oh, damn. So you like me. Then the rest was history. Mm. And all these whores started loving me. Not to call them whores. Okay. I'll say I knew Trey was gay. Honestly. I know. I knew Trey and Dream were gay. But this is the thing. with Trey, Not look. Miss Destiny child over there. We knew from a young Absolutely. Age. Since but, he was paying, saying, can paying you bills? pay my bills? He's um, like, since when Trey was in high school, I was in college. And it was really hard because we were close and then having to be far away. But I was like, I, I thought she knew she was gay. I just, I thought, <laughs> I thought she, she knew, knew because I knew. And so then she called me one day like, this girl, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, but you gay. So what? she was like, I'm not gay. I said, oh, honey. Yeah. No, I came with that gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> I came with that gay shit. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. All right. And so I was like, well, just, you know, whatever you want to do, we'll talk about it later, whatever. Because I didn't want to tell her she was gay if she didn't feel like she was gay. So then she called me back like maybe a week or two later and was like, yeah, so. Yeah, this by this time I, I was am. like, no, wait, I do like you. Come back. She was like, yeah, so I am. I said, well, I'm glad you can finally accept it. Mm. <laughs> so it, it was never like, I, I wasn't shocked about, it wasn't a having a come out moment. It wasn't anything like that. It was just like, I just knew. And then we already talked about how Dream was sashing and uh, <laughs> giving us full full body performances. Great segue. Next number, Destiny Child, since three years old. Yeah. Well, let, me, let me take the table Go now. Ahead, honey. So, um, for me, I always, I mean, the youngest I could think of, like, that I knew that I kind of, like, had these weird feelings, but I knew it wasn't right because, you know, that's just what we're raised to believe or whatever. The youngest I can go back to is probably second grade. I had a crush on this boy. Damn. I don't. I, I, I was, yeah, I had, life, a, I had a crush on this uh-huh. boy in second grade. His name was. Um, I don't bleep. remember. Yeah, bleep. I was right. gonna say his last name. All right, say this man. It's, it's a million. But um. Yeah, bleep. You know you out there. He McDreamy. Um, yes, I used. I used to just like be like, oh my god, he's so fine. Oh my god. But in my, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You like Kia. <laughs> but no, um, and then fortunate for me, I didn't, you know, how people say like, it's this thing of that you aren't born gay or anything like that. But I'm a big disbeliever of that because I didn't have a traumatic experience of, you know, um, being molested or anything like that to, or being groomed to be um, gay or anything like mm. that. So, um, yeah, um, it just was a young age, and I knew that I had boys. Like it would even go further. I would fantasize about sexual things in my oh, in my wow. head. Like <laughs> you very, very second grade. You no, no, okay, no. That was okay. Uh, young fast forward uh-huh. until like I want to say 
fifth grade, that's when I started being like, Even still, I'm gonna take him down. I used to be all, I used to be the homeboy. Like, I used to be cool. We used to, I'm like, So you were showing my scary movies? These are my friends, but really, they are my lovers in my head. When I go, look, when I go home, I'm like, that boy, oh my God, my bae really pissed me off today. <laughs> I can't take so, that. Yeah, um, that oh, but I really um, came of like being like, okay, this is where I am. Once I was in high school, no, my senior year probably, I was just like, let's just say, y'all just call me fast, but I didn't have my first gay sex until I was a freshman in college. Oh, you was a late bloom. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, I always late, had those. Late action don't mean. Uh-huh, yeah, I always had those thoughts, baby, those unpure thoughts. But um yeah, wow. um that was just that, and just look at me, I'm Miss Gay Gay these days. So you can't tell me nothing. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't like we never with both of y'all. We never had a conversation to be like I'm gay. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, okay, I just think it's like was, we already knew. So yeah, like I knew, and baby. I I knew I was girl. I was doing make. I was I was planning my mother heels, oh her bras, eyeshadow, making clothes, singing Destiny and... Childs, girl, putting my shirt over my head in yes. the mirror. Oh my god, uh, designing this, and then I was like, what's this? I cut the back out of this and I put yes, it around here. I was I like. The booty cheeks out my drawers. <laughs> All right, um, but it was never like it was never an issue for me. My biggest issue was always how one person in particular was making it be an issue because mm-hmm. I, for me, I just couldn't understand how people that I've known their entire life I now have to hate because of this their sexual preference. Yeah, like right. it has nothing to do with me. Like even with um, sexual preference, period. Like what you do behind closed doors is what you do behind closed mm-hmm. doors. Like and identity. I didn't, yeah. See, I didn't. Yes, I come on, come through. Yeah, like, yes. So I just was like, it just didn't never made sense to me. So I just wouldn't, I hadn't, didn't have to speak on it. I didn't have to say like, oh, because somebody said this not right. That don't mean that I think that. I feel like for, for a young age, I always had a mind of my own and went against what I didn't feel was right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is my brother, this is my sister. Why would I even, like, mm-hmm. come on now. See, I think that's a big problem in our, within our community also is the hyper masculinity or what, should be taught to us or we are force fed that yeah. isn't should be right or how we should live our lives when it's our lives. So people are trying to tell us how we should be off of something of their belief that they were taught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And half so, the time that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Mo- not even half. First of all, it's just gay all people in their generation too. That's why mm-hmm. I'm just like, y'all just, just try they just like, like They was gay as hell. Just, just in like, the closet. Real bad gay. Oh, you only knew it was gay if you was grown. They was in the closet. closet. They was in the kiddie pool. They had a select few that knew. And yeah. you know they used to just keep it on the hush, like oh, special friends and yeah. That's your uncle. That's your uncle. Oh, you know they just they, that's just they just special. Bumping kitties, kitties, kitties or licking licking each other lollipops. What did you say earlier? <laughs> 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 oh well, um, for me, I, first I would just like to say thank you, Beyonce and Destiny Shell, because y'all definitely played a big part in, in you know. <laughs> Like my yeah. everybody gay goddesses. Yeah, queen. <laughs> Definitely. But for me, like, of course, I started off as gay and, you know, then transitioned to be, you know, trans or whatever. But um, from from young, my, my mother can't even say this. I was in love with Beyonce, like, when I was young. That's three, was pretty much. Three. <laughs> like, Watch for the signs. I always hung around. I loved all my girl cousins. Loved them to death. So I learned a lot from them. Loved my mother. My father was around, of course. But, like... Mm. You said was around? That's yeah, another around. thing. Oh, that's that's another that's... thing to say you don't have a man in life. So that's why he gay. Yeah. And my, my father is... The niggas. Mm. He like, like manly man. Yes, manly. Like he's still trying to get used mm-hmm. to my transition, but like he's the niggas. And my father has always been around my whole life since mm-hmm. birth to 
now. Like, mm-hmm. but for me, so like, we can my, put that um, belief to bed that if yes, your father you wasn't around, yeah, male figure, because I had um, a lot of male figures. Who, um, who? Well, they weren't perfect oh, male figures. Oh, girl, but I had a lot of, but I had male um, figures. I had a lot of uncles. Yes, I had uncles. I I did. I had, he had uh, a, a man that lived in the house. Life. This must be the gay life that I didn't know about. No, <laughs> no seriously. That's uh, the uncle that you guys don't claim, but I'm not saying like far as being he said, like, a he man, man, but I'm saying men a man life. being a, but, a straight man is right, what I'm saying. But I think, I think it's the difference from having a man present and having a man involved. Like, mm-hmm. niggas can be around all day, but if they not involved in investing, it's just like, okay... <laughs> My father was around, but he wasn't invested in my life until later. So I can't say. But it still could be put to dead. I mean, bed because it's a lot of it's a lot of DL men that have grown fathers, and their fathers are perfect or teach them the way of how a man should be. But they still like people keep trying to say, "Oh, they ain't have a man around." Because mine was around, and he fought. He not forced me, but he wanted me to play football. So I was forced to play football for two years. I did all that. I played football too. I actually. Started to enjoy it, but I really didn't. But it was it was the niggas for me. Girl. She wanted to play and make up in heels. That's what she wanted to do. Because I was on the line. Because you know the nigga, oh. I was bent over. And oh, oh, not you hiking the ball. Like, that's, that's I love. I love it here. I wanted to hike the ball, but I wasn't the center. I wanted to different type of practice. Right there, like you're trying right there, and I would just hike the ball. That's not how we. That's how we did it practice. When I was playing football, I was like, "Where's the shower scenes that they show in the movie?" Oh my god, nigga, you went to public school. Ain't no goddamn shower. The water. Brown, take your ass home and wash up. <laughs> but no, I, I want to clarify. I'm not disagreeing with your statement. I completely agree. I think it's a lot of beliefs that we need to put to bed. I was just saying, personally, I know these men's of whom you were speaking oh. in your life. That's all I was Shade. saying. Shade. Uh, yeah. She was shading. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my experiences, I mean, they've been good and bad. As far as, like, being a gay man and a trans woman now, like... Mm-hmm. As a gay man, of course, I was forced to have my first piece of vagina <laughs> from peer pressure because everyone was doing it, but it wasn't for me. And it was with my now best friend, and we talk about. I can say dick. Yes. Yeah, okay, I can say dick. Baby, you said that word. But yeah, we talk about dicks, niggas, like everything. Like, so yeah, it was. How was that transition? Was it weird? It, it was sort of weird, but. Dream knowing me before then. Like, yeah. I was feminine. I would like to like, say, I um was a big... I knew Malaya before she transitioned to a female. Um, And I was a big advocate for it. Whatever. I'm all about whatever makes you happy. And mm-hmm. it's your life. So, you do with your life. And whoever doesn't agree with it, you just love them from a distance. But you only are living your life for yourself. Yeah. We are here on limited time. So, do what you want to do. Because once you're gone, you're gone. So, um, I've always been her cheerleader for... You know, transition. You want to do it? You for that. Do that. Um, and I'm with that with anybody um, that wants my opinion or comes to me with like, I mean, um, just yeah, come to me with wanting to get my opinion on things. Yeah, I think my biggest thing, <clears throat> you know, from the outside looking at, <laughs> is like it's hard out here for women, and I'm sure like it's a whole different world of issues that you deal with as a trans woman, and it's like I'd be worried about them like i'm worried about trade definitely right about dream just because of one the people that hate you because what they don't understand and then the people that are ashamed of who they are mm-hmm. and want to put you in a put you back in the closet because they don't want to come out of theirs and then with trans women it's just like you living in your truth and this is who this is who you want to be and there's people that want to interact with you when it's convenient for them and right. they want to disclaim you when it's not and mm-hmm. it, the whole 
a lot of violence towards trans women, a lot of killings, things like that. Like I'm always just worried because you never know how somebody is going to react or things like that. And I just want to say this, speaking off of the, you know, killing of trans women, not all trans women trick niggas. Like, yeah. we don't. Majority of these niggas know. They know. They just try to rip it up that's like that. That's just what they, that's a, a narrative that they feed because mm-hmm. they don't want to deal with who they are. Mm-hmm. And they rather project it or deflect it onto you than and who they, like, because I know for a fact, there's no way that you not, like, this comes up in conversation. I know it does. And... If you really want to know, you can ask the questions. So I don't want to hear niggas talking about like that's like a nigga saying I know she had kids. Nigga, come on now. Like it's the same sort of thing for me. I think men have this idea where they because they don't have as much sexual freedom or they cannot in the hyper masculine world have as much sexual freedom. So instead of being honest about what they want and who they want to entertain, they rather say I was tricked or I was trapped and stuff like that. Well, well, well. Scapegoat. Yeah. But guys, um, what do you think? is the biggest struggle of being a part of, you know, the LGBT LGBT community and then also being and also being an ally, Trinice. Can I? Okay, well, um for me being a trans woman, it's like it's these stereotypes that everybody mm, have yes. of us that I I really don't like because everybody assumed that all trans women are prostitutes or started Mm -hmm. off as prostitutes. That's true. I didn't start off as a prostitute. I started my transition at H&M, who were very supportive and, you know. She was a career cunt, in other words. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't knock my sisters that, you know, do sex work because, I mean, that's something that they have to do. Like, especially, pretty much you're starting over. When you transition, you start over. Like, you have to... Um, buy new clothes, bras, underwears, like, you know, stuff like that. So some people need that type of fast money to come in like that so that they can be who they want to be. And also the surgeries as well. Yeah. But it's those that, like, everybody try to box us all into this one, you know, put us in this one yeah. box that everybody is just a sex worker and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody walk the streets when that's not really the case. There are trans women that people overlook that literally have careers and yeah. are out here doing the, I, I guess, normal women things, mm-hmm. as everyone would say, the ladylike thing. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest struggle is, well, it's not really a struggle to me because, you know, I don't sweat anything. <laughs> but, um, no, it's because I am very feminine. So it's always the question of, do you want to be a girl? I have pork chops on my face, a full <laughs> beard. No, I don't want to be a girl. I just, like to be, I just like to be pretty. Mm. And um, with that, it's like, my mom even asked me, do you want to be a girl? Baby, no. <laughs> right. I just want to be me. You know, I'm not. Gay, wait, how, um, just I'm not fem fem, yeah. but I'm not mask mask. I'm just like, hey, hey. <laughs> like, hey, but that is the biggest struggle. And then, um, also because you know, gay males, it they can turn on their feminine and their masculine. Mm-hmm. I can do so also, but I just choose to just be my true self because I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. So Amen. whatever's gonna please me, that's what I'm about. But that also is a thing of. It's looked upon in also the gay community of feminine men being less of than yeah. the actual gay men. So we also wow. fight with L community and then outside of L community mm-hmm. with heterosexual people of thinking those stereotypes of you, you gay be because yeah, you want to be a girl or you didn't have this or yeah, you was raised in this or that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's pretty much my struggle. That's the only struggle I could think of. Well, mine is pretty similar to yours. Me being a more 
I guess, dominant female. Mm-hmm. But people who know me know that I'm actually feminine. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I present more dominant, but at the same time, I just got a wax this morning, y'all. Like, at the end of the day, I'm going to do what the fuck I... Look, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, I I think I've always been a tomboy. Like, mm-hmm. before I even knew I like girls, whatever. Like, even when I had little boy crushes, whatever. i always been a tomboy. Like, I'm going to play yeah. 50 with y'all. I'm going to throw the football around. I'm going to chill with y'all. Like, that's just always been me. So, I've always been comfortable with whatever I put on. But at the same time, like... I still threw in a dress to my prom because I wanted to. Like, yeah. I'm... Don't I'm bring it. Shut up. With no. the cocktail. Stop. <laughs> she had a pink dress on with a oh bang rack with a swoop. Look, swoop Wonder Woman on the bed. Wonder Woman on the bed. Wonder Woman on the bed. to the gun. Wonder Woman on the ball. Anyway, so Proud I've is always... Proud life. <laughs> shut up. I've always been comfortable with whatever I choose to put on. And that's the thing I love. Like, I love about myself. Like... I don't let people make me feel like, oh, you're not masculine enough or you're not feminine enough. Like, and anytime I date a person that try to question how I present or they try to, like, even make me feel like I'm not this enough, I'll just stop dealing with them. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I want. Like, no, I'm not. Like, like some people can switch it up. Like, you have doms that one day they look like a nigga, the next day they want like a girl. That's different. For me, I present more, I guess you want to say, more masculine to people. Like, my clothes more relaxed, whatever, at the same mm-hmm. time. Like I said, when it comes to being a female, like I still you still want to be a female. Yeah, I know I'm a female. I'm not trying to be. First of all, I'm not here starting fights with niggas trying to be. I ain't look, no shade, but these girls be getting knocked the hell out trying to fight these <laughs> men. Look, I am a woman. My brother will shoot you. Look, I, I'm gonna call my brother. He gonna shoot you. But anyways, so yeah, like so that's for me. And I think the biggest thing for me is in our community, you have girls who are so used to dating, like femmes used to dating dom, so they want you to be. If you a, a dog, man, man. Yeah, yeah, they want they you to be, oh, you this, you that. Like, I didn't even have girls who I deal with, mother, saying I'm supposed to take the damn trash. I'm like, we your man. <laughs> we all ladies here, baby. Look, pick a look, look we your take man. A straw, honey. But <laughs> that's how it is. It's like they assume because of how you present, oh, you want to be a boy. And that's not true. Like, I've even had people don't know that well or whatever. Like, I remember this one time I was working somewhere, and this lady, I think she was like, oh, she was like, you pretty to be a dog. And I was like, thank you. She was like, Oh, you think you a boy? I was like, no. She was like, my niece like that. She thinks she a boy. If I call her a boy, she'd get happy. And I was like, I'm not like that. Like, I know I'm a female. I'm not trying. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just comfortable I who I am, just like how you are. But I'm going to wear what the hell I want, and I'm going to do what I want. Mm-hmm. Now, Trinice, do you think you have any struggles? Yes. Uh, I think my biggest struggle uh, is my lack of judgment for the community. Because, I mean, we already talked about me being a Christian, and we uh, come from a home that did not teach or wasn't, not teach, it wasn't accepting mm-hmm. of the alternative lifestyle, quote unquote. Um, so a lot of the flack that I've gotten is because I don't judge y'all mm. and because I don't criticize y'all and because I don't have a problem. Like, you know, me and Trey live together and somebody asked me like, oh, how you do that? And I was like, first of all, that's my sister. And secondly, what do you think is going on? Well, like, my bedroom has a door and it closes. Like, well, Simple. They swing open. And it's nobody's Stop. business. Exactly. Look, and I was just like, it just she really. She still hears those screams. <laughs> running out the work one morning. I was like, oh, my virgin ear. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Look, I got to wait till she leave um, first. Because I, I work in dumb early in the morning. So I was just like, oh, my God. My um, window was cracked that morning. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You apologize already. I'm glad you got it on tape. But no, so <laughs> like the biggest thing has been like, why, I never understood why it's my place. Like, why is that my place? Because there's nobody place to tell me like, oh, don't sleep. I mean, people do it, but like, don't sleep with that nigga. Don't do this. Don't do that. Because the same thing, like I understand identity and sexuality are like, you can decide how you want to present. 
mm-hmm. regardless of what you do sexually. Because I know, like Trey was saying, when we grew up, I was a tomboy and I never had a desire to be with a girl. Right. But people was always like, oh, she gonna grow up to be gay. She gonna grow up to be gay. And guess what? Wrong child. Trey did. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it just never phased me. I was like, okay, if I prefer to wear jerseys and J's over dresses, like, and I really think our biggest issue with how we identified and how we presented ourselves was what we the options we were given because mm-hmm. the way that our mother wanted to dress us is not how we were comfortable. So right. if the alternative is you wear this style of dress or you wear a jersey, nigga, I'm going to pick a jersey every time. So it was just kind of like that. And until, like, even now, I know for some people I'm more... Um, I'm more of a independent female, so it's certain things I don't need. Like, I'm not playing the woman role. Like, you know, oh, I got to be weak and helpless to get a man. I don't do that. So even with being a woman, how we choose to identify and to play out our identity, I can completely understand how in the LGBTQ community, it's the same way. Like, you can't tell somebody how to present because you present a way or because you present this way. So that's really been the biggest struggle and kind of like, oh, you a Christian and you fine with that? Like, yeah, because the Bible says, judge not lest you be judged. Like, it's so mm. many scriptures about what to do and what not to do and people love to pick out the parts where they judging and condemning. Just with those sins, honey. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then like... Look, Jesus said, mind your goddamn mm-hmm. business. That's basically. Not a, that's not a direct quote. Guys. <laughs> no, I'm no, paraphrasing, I'm paraphrasing. But, but yeah, like, it's so much where people want to use it when it's convenient and to attack others but don't want to attack themselves for what they're mm-hmm. doing. And I saw this uh, TikTok the other day and it was like, Oh, it was uh, somebody at the door and the girl was like, oh, no, we're not having this. And then it was to the LGBTQ, but they let in like affairs and molestation mm. and kids out of wedlock, like all of this stuff. So it was like, don't, please don't. I'm over here trying to deal with myself and get my life together. I have no time to judge y'all or anybody for what they're doing. Mm. So that, that's just the biggest thing. And I also think- finding out how to support y'all because things change mm-hmm. like on a very constant basis. It's like, you know, one day this cool or one day, like even with... Trey and I, like, we have a really close relationship. I think we we all have a close relationship. But, like, when we go out, I don't have to treat her like... I never even think that people think I'm gay because I'm with my sister. And it'd be funny because people probably think of you on a date. I'm like, this is my damn sister. They yeah, don't like, even be knowing I that. I never think like, oh my God, I got to hit my guards up because people thinking I'm gay. I never think that. But there's somebody in our oh, life. Oh, you got to be every five seconds. Sister, come on, girl. Yeah, but there's somebody How's in our mom? life that was doing that. And mm. it was like, it was weird to me when it first happened. But Trey was like, girl, this happened all the time. But it just never crossed my mind. So like, it's certain things that I just don't even think about. Like, if I'm out with y'all and we having a good time, I'm not like everybody like, oh, all them gay. I just never. <laughs> right. The gays never, are coming yeah, at table five. Like, <laughs> Sit them in the back. And then we all such big personalities. So I guess, I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't care about what people Because think. you're just comfortable with yourself. So it's like, you don't feel that you need yeah, to. Yeah, like when you're secure in who you are, you don't need to police everybody else's identity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what some people need to work on. I love that for you. That. The black community. The, especially yes. the black community. Mm. Um, so I want to just ask Malay, um, Lili a question. Um, Lili, not just Lili. <laughs> so I, or. yeah, um, I know with you being trans and I know this is like a really like annoying thing to you when people misgender, mm-hmm. you know, trans mm. people. So how do you feel and how do you think that people should go about that? Um, it's very, it's, it's annoying, especially for those people that like are c- first meeting you. Like clearly you see, I have. A, a wreck of tits on my chest. Like, <laughs> you see this wreck. So, like, you, you clearly see I have tits on my chest. Right. Like, 
besides the the voice, I know it may sound deep, whatever. You giving me a sexy Ladon Blake? How do you keep going? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, pause. I love Ladon Black. Yeah, I know what happened to Ladon Black. Your team to the left. I had to, to, I had to Google that so I could just listen to her like yeah. at nighttime because hey, I missed those. Mm-hmm. Black. And you know how? <laughs> yes. And then you know how she slide those songs and then like, yes, you guys check yeah. into ninety two Q. Guys, ninety two Q. We're going live. I used to stay up late at night with my radio on my nightstand. Listen, to that. Oh my god. Landing his bitch screaming at the top of his lungs. I'm yes, sure. Huh. No shit. I used to go to sleep with Ladon Black playing on my radio. <laughs> She is that girl. I don't. I wouldn't even know what happened to her. I'm going to look into that. Oh, well, um, I digress. Go ahead. Back to you, Ladon. <laughs> but yeah, it's very annoying. Like, like, like it's pretty obvious. Like you can clearly see. I, I'm wearing. I know it's some androgynous men who wear hair, mm-hmm. lashes, makeup, and all of that. But my pronoun, like my name, <laughs> my name legally is Malia. So especially people at work, like how how is that hard to? Mm-hmm. Like define whether I'm trans, whether I'm a woman or a male. When you're telling them, exactly. When you're presenting yourself as for, a female, also. for example, like when I, I'm sorry to cut you off, huh. but for example, when I started at the post office, one of the girls, I'm cool with one of the girls, so she get to telling me what some of the the guys they were saying, like they were asking questions like, what bath, what bathroom is she going to use? Mm. My name is Malia. Yeah. I look like a female. What bathroom? You what right. exactly, exactly? What bathroom yeah. do you think I'm going to use? Right. Like. It's not hard. Yeah. It's it's not hard at all. Like, uh, I think the thing I related to, and that's why I don't understand why black people don't get it. Like, there will be black people that want to be called a nickname, and people will be fine with that. Y'all been calling y'all uncle black for fifty seven years, and that is not his legal name. Or Pookie, no, Pookie, <laughs> man, but but all the names y'all been calling them that, and it's not a problem because that's what they prefer. That's what's comfortable for them. So if we can call somebody a nickname, I don't understand why we can't call somebody a preferred name because that nickname is their preferred name. That's true. It's like Trey's nickname. It's her preferred name, and it's like it's not an issue for me now. You know, when she get out of line, I gotta check her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but like it's not an issue. It's really not hard because I can't imagine. So like when I was growing up, I had a nickname that I hated, and then it just dissolved out. Thank God. Me too, girl. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but when you tell somebody like I don't enjoy when you say this because you mm-hmm. also don't know what's tied to that title. Right. So when somebody's asking you to call them something, the least you can do is respect that. Mm. Because when you get married, you want somebody to call you a wife. You want somebody mm-hmm. to call you a missus. When you when you are a man of business, you want somebody to, like y'all want titles when it's convenient, but y'all don't want to give them because then you understand. I think that's really my biggest issue. Yeah, um, I can attest to that. Um, I just feel if someone wants you to, you know, address them a certain way, you you even had the choice to not address them at all or address them the way they want to. Yeah. You don't have to be disrespectful about it or, you know, put that person down. Um, and my, my biggest thing is with our community, speaking of black, um, we, if anything, we should know how it feels to be, you know, oppressed or, or we should know how it feels to be, like, treated less than yeah, we right. want to be treated. So that's why I'm just saying like the way black people treat the LGBT, I just don't get it. And baby, this is not a choice. I only I chose this is not a choice like for my life. Like I what I did was choose to live in my truth. That's what mm-hmm. I did, but my feelings were not a choice. I did not choose to feel like a woman like I, I didn't choose to feel like this, but I had those feelings growing up and I just chose to live right, in my truth. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's the one thing that I was always like, 
is definitely a choice because not the act the 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 feelings but the mm-hmm. actions are a choice the same way i have the choice as a woman to wear a dress or to not like how you want to present that's the choice how you feel is not the choice and so i know for me like having that understanding of like just like somebody can be depressed and you can choose to go to therapy or you can choose to self-harm that's the choice you have but the feelings that you have those things somebody people can't tell you or make you not have those feelings so i think when people understand that it's like it's really not. I just like you said. I'm just choosing to express myself. Police here to get no gay ass shit. I'm talking too much. <laughs> mm. But yeah. okay, my question is: if there's one thing that y'all could say to someone that like doesn't know, because I, the one biggest thing, the one biggest um, benefit that I have that others don't like, I have very close people to me that I can ask questions and it's not offensive. Mm-hmm. And I mean. It's certain things you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person that's like, it's I'm going to ask. Yeah, I'm going to ask. And not like, you know how people ask questions and they mm-hmm. say it in a way that's disrespectful? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so why you want to be a girl? Like, mm-hmm. that's disrespectful. But if I legit come to you and say, what made you decide to transition? Like, mm-hmm. you'll be more open to having that conversation as mm-hmm. opposed to me p- projecting how I feel onto you. So the question is, if there was someone that has in the past given you grief, whatever, what's one thing you would say in hopes to get them to understand and to like kind of feel what y'all feeling in a way. Trey, you want to start? Sure. I would say that respect goes both ways. Mm -hmm. You want people to respect you for who you were at a time in your life and that you changed your life or whatever case may be on your time, your terms, whatever. You know, you were willing to live a certain way. And this is for anybody. Like, you wanted to do you, basically. And at that time, you didn't feel like nobody could tell you how to do you. So why do you feel that you can tell somebody else how to do them? especially if they're not disrespecting you. Like, I just think it's all about respect. Everybody respect each other and show each other love. It should be no problem, but everybody has picks about who they want to respect. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to respect you because I don't support that, but I'm going to respect you because I'm cool with that. And that's really the problem. So just being respectful to everybody, basically. Me, my thing is, you know, I don't give a damn. So I'm <laughs> like, what the hell me got to do with what I got to do got to do with you? Why are you worried about me, basically? Uh-huh. So why are you worrying about what I do on my free time or my mouth and my behind? <laughs> Hold on. Lie. Got to bring Listen, your black don't ass in it. Don't, don't forget I, the taint. Uh-huh. <laughs> tell them, tell them whores, what I eat don't make you shit, baby. So <laughs> bye-bye. Wow. Um, I, I, I want to say this to like the ladies because everybody always, ladies like to assume like when they get into an argument with a trans woman, they always be quick to say, oh, you want to be me, this, then, the third, mm. da, 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 da. I don't technically want to be you. My, well, for me, personally, I admire women. Mm-hmm. I admire women. Like I grew up around nothing but strong black women from my grandmothers to my mother, aunts, cousins, all of that. Like I said before, I loved all my cousins, always hung around the girls. Like I don't, want to be you i don't like when people say oh you look better than this you look better than these real real women out here Uh like i I really don't like that like when people say that to me i literally look at them like they're dumb like i don't look at that as a compliment at all because i don't like to bash other people to bring myself up Mm -hmm. so it's not that i want to be you i just admire you and i admire like your struggle like what you've been through like tactics that y'all take to get out of anything that y'all going through like i 
I just love and admire females. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she just swear that was by her luck. I, mean, I am all black strong, women. Strong black woman. I know my name, honey. <laughs> okay, so I have a closing question. Ooh. What would you guys say to your younger self that was trying to figure out who they were becoming mm. if you could give them advice? Okay, I would say, as the L up in this B, <laughs> I would say... Live life on your terms and at your pace. Don't feel pressure to be or do anything because somebody else thinks that's what you should or be doing. Or don't be scared to be who you are regardless of the pushback. I mean, I did what I want to do regardless, but it was just like, I feel like I could have just went a little bit harder. That's all mm. I'm going to say. I could have went a little harder. I do feel um, that too. From the first G, now T, like <laughs> to my young gay self, I would say like just like be you and just like don't give a fuck about what these people say, like, mm. and bitch, come out early. <laughs> like, don't wait until your junior year in high school, bitch. Mm. Come out early. What I would like to say to younger me is things are definitely going to get hard. You may lose people along the way, but stay true to yourself and um, keep in mind that you are only doing this for yourself. Um, don't put yourself down because you want to please other people. Mm. Um don't hate yourself because you aren't what other people wanted you to be or mm. feel that you should be. Mm. Um, and also, grab those heels, baby. Those last <laughs> things. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Trini's um, younger self. I would say... Of being you, an ally. Nigga, you're a real one. Keep it up. It's like, no. <laughs> I, I would say, um, don't let people that don't know the magnitude of your relationship determine the outcome of your relationships um, and continue to be so, so secure in yourself that criticism of, from others doesn't affect you yes. can I get that as a recording yeah, it's as recording, my honey. daily affirmation no, like, I need know, to get a, a snippet of that because I, again I think the biggest thing we hit on like when you secure in yourself you don't have to tear people down like you were saying Malili like you don't have to not sit to here. give you a whole new nickname <laughs> like, where's like, Malili for the show <laughs> like you don't have to sit here and be compared to other women because that's not your your goal is I'm just comfortable being me and when people pitch you against other people or make you feel like you have to make this choice, like, it's me or them, like, that's just, one, that's stupid. And mm. it's not, it doesn't make sense because for me, I never could understand how you're supposed to love these people and then hate them. Like, it just mm. didn't make sense to me. Like, how I'm supposed to, this is the only sister I've had my, own, my whole life and I'm supposed to be like, no, now I hate you. Yeah. How, like, what happens to those feelings? What happens it's to those society. connections and those emotions? Do you just, so I just feel like for those people that are allies, talk to the people that are close to you, if you have questions, ask them respectfully and make sure that you ask that if you can before you just assume you have the opportunity. Because some people are still like, it's just like somebody asking you after somebody passed or in a time when you emotional, like, or oh, tell me this. Like, no, nigga, I don't have to tell you or volunteer information. Now, if you have that relationship, like I think with a lot of things, when you build a relationship with somebody, you'll see things because you're in their life and you'll know things because you're involved. So just for all my allies out there, stay strong and don't let your opinion be stronger than the main subject, which is the LD LGBTQ person that you are supporting. Mm, yes. Okay. And for my closing words, I just want to say, stay gay. <laughs> pride, pride or die. Pride, guys. Pride. Um, so I just want to say thank you so much for being our first in-studio guest. You really held it down. We really appreciate you being here, drinking with us, having this conversation. And giving um, them information. Yes. And educating the masses because mm -hmm. they definitely need education. Um, so I hope you had a good time. We had a great time with you. 
thank y'all for having me. I I really loved coming on here because I definitely listen to it. I used oh. to listen to it while I was delivering my meal, and it, it used to get me up. Like the <laughs> conversations definitely be there. Cause you know how we be going at it. Yeah, now we you can see it in front of Like we don't, it's, not, it's nothing that we can't put on this table. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Cocktails and Cousins. You can follow me on Instagram at Dream the Doll. That's J R E A M underscore T H A D O L L. And we hope you guys subscribe, like, leave a comment, let us know. Follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Cousins, and follow me on Instagram at Nizzy89 or my business page Shooter07. And of course, always Cinco de Mula in here. You know the spelling C-I-N-C-O-D-E-M-U-L-A. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. <laughs> so yeah, follow us, like, subscribe, let us know what y'all think, and hit us in the DMs, all that. See y'all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.